You know what he'll do? He'll put the phone down. See, I told him I'll call him tomorrow, fine. Five minutes to the end of tomorrow, he'll pick the phone again. Say, now, this phone, I told that man I will call him today. He will dial the number. MTN will credit that line by force. How can the son of man, the son of God say, I am going to make a call? And the, your network can say he doesn't have enough credit to fulfill his word. The reason why it doesn't happen for us is that he knows we don't bother. We we'll say, you know, I didn't have credit, so I'm justified. <laughs> but when, because, go, and read, go and listen to the message. Two messages you should listen to. Habitation of God and Total Faith. That was still recent. Listen to both of them. You will know it gets to a point. When you live a kind of life, you will pick the phone. Say, I told this man I'll call him today. You just get an alert. Somebody just transfer credit for you. 500 naira. You may never find out who. Listen, when, Jesus, when they say, no, not Jesus himself, somebody else made a commitment on his behalf. Does your master not pay the temple tax? Peter said he does. So where's the money? So let me go and ask him. As soon as he entered, Jesus said, is it right for them to tax us? Peter said, no. Hey, hey. He wanted to go back and go and tell us what Not here. Jesus said, you have told them that I pay. Say, is there any money there? He said, no, sir. Judas was handing the post. <laughs> he said, no problem. For half a second inside him, he just said to the Lord, where is money? This boy has committed me. The Lord said, a fish swallowed the money. So he told Peter, go to the waters. Casting your hook or net, you will catch one fish. Open his mouth. He has just enough money to pay for you and for me. It will not happen that my word fell to the ground. You said I pay. You spoke for me. There are habits. <laughs> That's why I talk about habitation of God. There are habits we form. It will get to a time you will speak things you did not even remember you said. But because you have formed that habit, God will command resources to execute a word that you have spoken. So if all this one, I will call you tomorrow, you don't call. It's undermining your faith. You don't realize it. It's not only you. I said, I confess my sin to my wife. I said, this thing I'm doing these days. Meant I'll tell somebody, by tomorrow I will do this. Tomorrow will pass. And usually I have genuine excuses. Nepal quenched light. I traveled. Something happened. So now, my new thing I'm learning is, I no go say I go do Unless I no say I go do No, Posting people, that's one thing that's for me. You know they call posting? Yes. Okay, go, go. Come, come tomorrow. Your plan is tomorrow you won't be around. That's, that's what undermines your faith. Tell somebody, I will pay you three times. Six times now you have not completed payment and you are believing God for prosperity. Forget prosperity. You are not going to be rich. Your prosperity must first be that when I say three times, it will be six, three times. I'm believing of abundance. There's no abundance. Believe God. Listen, we must put, we must arrange our lives in order. Certain things are before others. Some say, when I have money, I will give. That's why they will never have. You must be first a giver before God gives, multiplies your seed for sowing. <laughs> he said, therefore I said, and this is a commandment of God to you today. Do not therefore say anything 
that the Lord has not said. Do not therefore say anything that's not provoked by understanding of truth. Don't let the environment tell you what to say. People hear Niger Delta Avengers bomb something. Somebody's forwarding it for me. You know, sometimes eh, Christians think they are provoking you to prayer. They don't know they are just provoking anxiety. Somebody's forwarding something. I get it all the time. And they are, uh, Islamic militants are planning this in Enugu. They are planning this one. You know, they are planning this in the Benue state, planning in your state. And they think they are saying I should pray. My friend, Pastor Kodo, he says, lie, lie. He lives in Sokoto, not those of you who live down here. And he says he has a rule. He never broadcasts what the enemy is planning. Well, you came from his church. She just arrived. She attended the church for a whole year. Did he ever come to church to tell you what they are planning anyway? He told me on the phone, he said, listen, I read from the scriptures that it weakens men when they hear new, bad news. He said, let them hear what we are planning. But Christians say, pray, oh. pray, oh. or your state is going Islamic, pray, oh. or your state is joining, pray, oh. Lagos state is joining, pray, oh. and is about to join, pray, oh. Faith disappears with each one they send out. They gather in prayers that have no meaning. God said, you must never allow the environment to dictate to you what you say. Are you going to talk? Yes. It must be provoked by what you know as truth. Did you hear what I said? And God said, that's all. That's where we start from. That is where we start from. That is where we start from. We don't allow things to tell us what to say. We, and whatever we said at the beginning, that's why Jesus said, don't be struck with panic. Only keep on believing. Let me tell those of you who have been hearing Islamic stories. What the word of God says. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there shall be no end. Ah, you don't believe it? Amen. Is that believing? Amen. amen. Let that amen sound like a thunder. Amen. Thank you very much. <laughs> Are they laughing at me? <laughs> I'm not used to that. <laughs> Nothing coming from my mouth. <laughs> the Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. <laughs> According to one brother, he said, when you say, he said, that amen has pneumonia. He said, give me a healthy amen. <laughs> Look, this is the word of God. In this country, let me tell you the truth. Hmm? Even if God, Papa God, we're not reading against you, we just understand some things. Even if he wanted to make Nigeria Islamic, he has to push it further for another 80 years. Why? Then he'll be sure that I have died. Pastor Banky, how do you know? Go and read the story of Nineveh. Forty days hence, Nineveh will be destroyed. The men gathered and prayed and said, God, how far now? God suspended the punishment of Nineveh. Nineveh was eventually destroyed, but it didn't take 40 days. That whole generation passed away first. Listen, the advance of Islam is an affliction. No, that's, that's, not, that's not a joke. God uses it to punish people. 
When they don't serve the Lord their God willingly, they serve their enemy forcefully. That's just the way it works. When they say young women dress properly, they don't dress. It gives them hijab. They must wear it. No. When God says to women, dress decently, they don't hear it. He converts them from head to toe. It's punishment. It's not this guy that's showing cleavage, showing bomb bomb. God says, you go wear hijab. You will wear hijab. You see? <laughs> you will cover. Yeah, I told you now. Dress decently. You decide that, no, my attire shall be the attire of a halal. Say, don't worry. And I'll give you one color, black. <laughs> this one says, you are pinging. You will see pinging. <laughs> when you see women wear colors, this is that you, are, you are shocked. When I was young, colors and colors don't go together. They call it color riot. Yeah. Human beings just change the words and give it a new conception. New concept. Color, I did not call it pinky. You can't see women wear yellow blouse, green skirt, and purple shoes. And put, you know, by the time they finish, you just check rainbow, rainbow, which one? <laughs> <laughs> the whole world is upside down. Because no problem, no problem, no problem. Cover them from head to toe. Make sure it's all black. <laughs> no, it, that, that, that's how God does it. Ben Carson says something. He says some people say that yeah, you won't you won't control my life. You you won't tell me where to. They pretend they're parents. You won't tell me where to go. I make my own decisions. He said, "What happens to them? They end up in a place where they tell them when to wake up, when to eat, when to go to the toilet, when to sleep, and they put them there for thirty years, prison. Why? Because a man said, "I will do what I want to do when I want to do it, how I want to do it, and nobody can tell me anything." God said, "No problem. Go ahead." He does it for 10 years, 15 years. Then God says, here you've done your own. Let me now do my own. God collects the person back, puts him. Where they go, everybody, wake up. You line up, they count you. One, two. <laughs> cell number 62. You will come. You're not feeling well. You come out and stand at the door. I count you. Tell you, everybody, time to base. Time to eat. Time to exercise. When people don't serve God willingly, <laughs> you know, without Christian, they don't make giving a habit. You know what happens to them? God will send him a Jaguda pastor. You see, hungry person, you don't give him money, no problem. You see, the gospel being preached, you did not bring money, no problem. You go to church on Sunday, your pastor and God, they plan for you. Between God and your pastor, they are planned. A pastor will import one guy from somewhere with a special anointing to collect everything in your pocket. And you'll be deceived thinking you're going to be blessed by it. God said, bless who? You're not serious. You didn't give it willingly. I took it forcefully. And once I take forcefully from you, there's no blessing. No, that's our life. God gives us freedom and he's watching us. How do we use the freedom? He said, look, you know, this is modern day. No, no, no. We are not, uh, we are not in deeper life. We are not holiness movement. We dress the way we like. God said, fine. You're correct. Righteousness is of the heart. Let me see how you use it. When they finish dressing or finish, God says, no problem. When God gives you freedom, be careful. He's watching. Go and read what Solomon said, uh, Solomon said, Ecclesiastes chapter 12. He said, God will bring everything to judgment. Every single thing. How, I, how you use the freedom I give you, I will bring it to judgment. The Lord is good. <laughs> I said the Lord is good. No, why am I saying that? When, when Even if God wanted to do, do some things, all right? He said, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. I am convinced. Now, that's my persuasion. It's based on the knowledge of the word of God. I am convinced 
that the only reason right now, oh no, let me first tell you what I'm convinced of, before I tell you the only reason. I am convinced that now, in this nation, God does not want any religion of any bond woman advancing. No, he doesn't. He will roll it back. Listen, I'm telling you, this is a matter of fact. You can quote it, that I said so. The, listen, even if, you know that's what I said earlier, it's with reverence, with humility, but with understanding. That's even if he wanted to do it. He would say, not yet. He would tell that spirit, thus far and no further. Why? Because we raised our hands and said, God, in this country, we refuse to yield. He will look at the sacrifice of certain men. And say, even if I wanted to, give them 50 more years. There are things that God will do. He will look at this and say, okay, because of David, I won't do this in this generation. That he knows that he wants to do it. It is righteous for him to do it. But he says, because of my servant David, I won't even do it in his son's generation. For all the sins that Solomon committed, God, because of David, he had to wait for Solomon to die first before he split Israel. And he kept Judah and Benjamin only because of David. Those guys sinned and sinned and sinned. God cut them into two so he could punish them properly. Wiped out. Do you, people don't realize, do you, do you know Israel had how many tribes? Twelve tribes. The ten tribes that formed the north, northern kingdom of Israel. Till today, they are called the lost tribes of Israel. Nobody knows where they are. By the time Jesus came, it was a southern tribe which God kept only because of David. And that's why you hear the word Jew. Jew is short for Judah. Now, why I went to that story is that, listen, for God to even punish some people, he go look and say, ah, my servant David. No, because of him. Leave this matter. Because of you and me, in this country, there will be peace. Amen. Let's rise to our feet. Let's speak according to revelation, not according to situation. We speak according to revelation. We don't look like look. That's, that is what the Jew says. That is the job. So I said, I said, therefore I said. And when people start speaking wrongly, they start doing wrongly. When people start speaking wrongly, they start doing wrongly. When they start doing the things, when they start saying things that are not provoked by revelation, they start doing things that are not commanded by God. We've seen today, God is not interested in excuses. If you know it's wrong, please, it is wrong. Are you getting my point? If you know it is wrong, it is wrong. <laughs> I say this jokingly. When me and Okimuti were talking sometimes, he <laughs> said, ah, you know, like, you are doing ministry work. Maybe you need money. He said, we're going to laugh. He says, so, this is the time pastors will get up and revelation will start flowing. I said, I will never beg anybody for me for money. We'll talk about it. Never. Twist God's word. Like, situation, pastors, I've talked to pastors. Uh, if you don't, one day I was somewhere. Somebody doing something. One guy, I said, I saw somebody saying, this is not right. And he said, if they don't do it, how will they get money? That is why God rejects people from their kingdoms. Once you have an excuse, you take God's word. If you're a preacher, listen to it. You don't ever. It is safer for you to come and say, brethren, all of you are wicked. <laughs> he said, ah, what have we done? I'm hungry. All of you have eaten. I'm hungry. 
It's better. It's better to go and knock your member's house. Go. Good morning. Now get food for this house. Say, Pastor, any problem? Yes, there's a problem. If I'm not eating, it's a problem. <laughs> These are more honorable things to do. You know, God doesn't kill for those ones. But some people are too proud to do that, but they are not fearful enough. They will twist God's word. You know, people, I don't know. You know, like I told this is a message you write down. Okay, but I hope you are writing them down. We must talk about all of them. I will take time one day and talk about God for weeks. After that, when people they when they want crossroad, they go ask Papa God, is it okay? <laughs> no, people should fear small. People have small fear. No, the fear of God means to be afraid. People think that no fear means reverence. You know, you're not afraid of Him the way you're afraid of the rattlesnake. Better fear Him more than rattlesnake. <laughs> Because rattlesnake can only kill the flesh. God will bite your flesh, bite your spirit, bite your soul. <laughs> you will see eternal poison. No, rattlesnake poison just for 10 minutes, you are dead. But when God gives you eternal poison, the Lord is good. What am I trying to say? There are times, you know, you don't take the scriptures and twist it. Say, we want to, it's, it's God's work we are using the money for. You spoiled the truth. So as to preach the truth. Does it make sense? What am I trying to say? If we know something is wrong, it is wrong, and we don't do it. God will not accept excuses. Saul had three good excuses. One, and I'm not giving a particular order now. One, the miracle didn't happen. God did not do what he was supposed to do at the right time. With someone did not come. Number two, the Philistines were gathering. They were gathering. Number three, the people that were, supposed, that were supposed to support him were disappearing. So that was how I forced myself. And someone said, you have acted foolishly. Once my wife asked me, what was he supposed to do? I said, you will wait and die there. Breakthroughs for those who are willing to die while waiting for God. That young woman who I told her story, she have said, God, if it doesn't please you to give me this husband, how can I save you with my life as it is? Why did we stand up? I want us to just do something. Let's speak those words again. Let's not speak words engineered by what we are seeing around. Let's, see, let's speak words determined by what the word of God says. Let's begin to give him thanks first of all. Say, Lord, thank you for understanding. Say, Lord, I thank you for understanding. Repentance, say, Lord, I'm sorry for every word I spoke. It's so funny. God is not asking for much. God said, what is it that I've asked you to do, O man? It was in Israel. What is it? All I've said is just obey the Lord thy God for your own good. What have I asked from, from these people? What have I asked from them? All I've simply asked is just speak according to that which is written. You have to speak those words. So first of all, just say, Lord, I'm sorry. Every time I spoke, every time I looked at the corner and I shook my head and said, there is no hope. Lord, I'm sorry. Every time I stayed up at night worried about the future of my children, I am sorry. Every time I worried about my business, say, Lord, I'm sorry. Say, Lord, the power belongs to you. It does not belong to any other person. 
It does not belong to any, any situation. The Philistines are not the source of my power. Say, Lord, the people that are running away, they are not the problem. The delay cannot remove my faith. I will wait for you to come. Say, Lord, I will wait. We are praying prayers of repentance again. Say, Lord, I will wait. Now begin to declare, say, Lord, I will speak only that which is born out of revelation. He said, because he has said, therefore we will boldly say. Say, Lord, that's what I'm going to do. Only because of what you say will I say anything boldly. What if you are wrong? Then let me die being wrong while speaking God's word. What if it doesn't happen? Ah, it's in the Bible like that. All these died in faith without seeing those promises. It happens. It happens. It happens. But Lord, I will die in faith. The Bible says all these died in faith. Even though that promise is not manifest in their lifetime. But they knew it was coming. They died in faith. Say, Lord, if it so die, I will die in faith. Let that business go down. It will go down with positive words. The word of God from my mouth. I will speak victory. I will speak success over a dying business. Even while we are burying it, I will be saying I am fruitful. I multiply. I fill the earth. I subdue it. I have dominion. And why the business is dying? I said to you earlier, those words, <laughs> when Isaac will wake up again, people won't know how he woke up. Sometimes Isaac will die. Go and read my book, Great Faith Can Be Yours. Sometimes Isaacs die. But the spirit of Isaac can never die. It's not possible. I will be bearing the business, I will still be speaking positive words. It must not be heard that I did not die in faith. The Bible says all this died in faith. <laughs> Say, Lord, I will speak only that which is born out of that which you have spoken. He said, because he has said, therefore I will boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Therefore, he said, what shall anybody do, for me, do to me? Say, Lord, I thank you. Let's declare those words again. First of all, let's bless this country. Let's bless it. Let's counteract all those funny things that fly up and down. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Let me really remind us, we are the ones responsible for the activation of God's promises. We are the ones. There are rods we lift up over Nigeria. One of them says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So let's just declare that road. Say in the name of Jesus. As the people of God on this earth. As the people of God in this nation. As the nation of God in this nation. We declare. Nigeria is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. As it is written. The earth is the Lord's. Therefore we boldly say. Nigeria is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. That's it. I don't care what you see. Don't ever change your mouth. Listen, the Bible says God rules in the affairs of men. Amen? He says the one that appoints kings. He changes seasons. He puts upon the thrones whoever is, that is, that is 
whoever he desires and sets upon them the lowliest, the least likely. You can be going to court and fighting whether the president has a certificate or doesn't have a certificate. God said, I chose him. Are you getting my point? And I said, the heart of a king, when I choose a king like that, is in my hands. Now, these are promises. These are promises. If you don't activate them, they will not come to pass. So let's activate again these promises concerning the government in Nigeria. Say in the name of Jesus. It is written. All power belongs to God. In the name of Jesus. It is written. God rules in the affairs of Nigeria. He appoints the kings. He changes the seasons. He sets upon the kingdoms of men. Anyone he chooses. Even the least likely. Therefore we boldly say. God rules in Nigeria. He appointed the current government. And they will do his will. The heart of the government. The heart of the head of state. And all his lieutenants. They are in the hand of the Lord. And he will turn their hands. Whichever way he wishes. He will turn their hearts. Whichever direction he chooses. Therefore we say. Good. We come to the land by their hands. That's it. Don't tell me what you read in any report. I've given you the report written in heaven. God rules in the affairs of man. He rules in the affairs of this nation. Listen, only Jesus will prevail. What did I say? What is written? Let me tell you what is written. Of the increase of his government... And of peace, there shall be no end. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not be able to stand its advance. That's exactly what Jesus said. He said, shall not prevail. The gates try to stop you from moving. Are you getting my point? I was saying something earlier, I didn't completely say it. The only problem, no God, the gay problem. Yes, there's only one, right now. God's problem is always people. And it's always his church. He's never the unbeliever. The only problem he has is that the church is not getting up to advance. They want to go and hide. Let's quickly pray for the church before we declare some things. Let's begin to ask. Say, Father, we ask in Jesus' name. Father, we ask in Jesus' name. Unsettle your church. church. Break down their walls. walls. Every wall that they built. Every wall wall we built. To cage ourselves in. Every wall we built for our own protection. Lord, break it. It is for our good. Break those walls. In the name of Jesus, let your people advance. Lord, stir them up. Stir us up. Stir us up so that we will move. We will move and advance the kingdom. Stir us up so that we will not be comfortable. So that we will not be afraid. So that the median night will hear our voice. And they will be afraid. They will start dreaming dreams. They will know we are coming. Yeah, that's what we need. That's the only problem God has ever had. These people will sit down and say, Islamic, Islamic, Islamic. Sit down there now. They will just run the place over. But if you guys get up and move, I will send hornets. 
ahead of you. No, they call hornets. Not bezo. Wasp. Uh-huh. You drive the enemies away. It's only when God didn't send hornets while they were in Egypt. It was only when they were approaching the promised land that the people with tabernacling there that time, those who were living there, began to run. What's the name of this girl? Rahab. Rahab said, when we hear you, welcome. Our knees, our hearts melted, our knees wobbled. Everybody was afraid. That's how we locked the gate. That's what happens when people agree to move. When they spend more money advancing the kingdom than building the church high. We need to spend more money building outwards than building upwards. You know this tower of Babel? It's always Babel. Babel is one that says, which one is higher, which one is bigger. It's Babel. And God, say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Scatter our, our tongues. Let us start speaking new tongues. Let us start speaking new tongues. Yes, when you speak new tongues, there's power. Are you getting my point? We are, we are agreeing too much. Remember, agreeing too much. All I agree to build one tall, gigantic building. God needs to break it down. Let's go out. Do you know what will happen if the church decided in Nigeria that we are raising 10 billion naira to build every church that was born by Boko Haram? And say it nationally, not in secret. Hold meeting in Abuja. That for every church bombed by Boko Haram, we are replacing it with concrete. That is when they will start sending WhatsApp messages. The Christians are coming. But now we are the ones sending WhatsApp messages. Islamists are coming. If we gathered and say we are raising 10 billion, and don't think it's a lot of money. Don't think it's a lot of money. Go and look at these rubbish cathedrals we built. Go and see how much we spend on them. Nonsense things we put up there. Go and check how much we spent on them. I was in Abuja the day, one of my brothers is a pastor in one of the church in Abuja. I won't mention which one. They spent two billion on their church building. Two billion naira. And the headquarter one is twice that size. If the church gathered and said we are raising 10 billion, that for every church, Boko Haram pulled down and burnt, we will replace it with pure concrete. That they will need a bomb to blow it next time. Mm. Oh no, you know what we say? Come down, come down, come down, come down, come, come, come. Stay here. That's... Let's pray again for this church. No, some prayers I'll pray in secret. Your faith won't carry it. Leave it. If I pray it here, you will think I'm wicked. Okay, I'll tell you one of them. God, if the congregation is too big, cause quarrel, let them divide to seven. <laughs> if the pastor's posters are everywhere, burn the posters. Who is it? Every church will have a man and his wife posing at the door. What are you? Every church will have one tall, one tall statue of, what do you call it? Golden calf. With a man and his wife smiling as if they are the god of the building. Those are not churches. Those are personal ministries. I thought I would pray my prayer in secret too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pray the one we can all agree on. Forget me in that one. Eh? Say in the name of Jesus. Pour your spirit afresh upon your church so that we will not be comfortable unless we preach this gospel. So that we will not be comfortable unless we move to new lands unless we conquer territories. Say, Lord, Lord, say, Lord let our testimony be new villages conquered. Not new cars bought. Are you getting my point? Not the new cars we bought. Let's not do that. You know, why would they, you know, it's very fun. You know, God doesn't like all these dedications. 
You build a church for one billion, you come and gather, gather the whole world and put camera there. God said, I will, I will break the building. Just watch me. I will pull it down. We don't tell him that the one church wants to complete the building. They, are, they brought a man, of, a man that used to be known for preaching the gospel, healing the sick, raising the dead. He's now raising the money. It's a new assignment. Yeah, what about this now? Listen, you know what I'm trying to say? That's our security if we are advancing. If we build walls, we are not safe. If we are advancing, we are safe. Say it again, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This church will advance. This church will advance. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Let's leave the word of God again over our finances and our lives, our businesses, everything we do. Say in Jesus' name, name, I am an overcomer. In the name of Jesus, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Say in the name of Jesus, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He will make me lie down in green pastures. He will lead me beside still waters. He will restore my soul. Now say this. Do I walk in the valley of the shadow of death? I will fear no evil. Because the Lord is with me. Say the Lord is my provider. He's my helper. He's my father. He's my El Shaddai. He supplies all my needs. He makes all grace abound towards me. I have all sufficiency in all things. And I abound to every good work. Say, like Paul said, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Not according to the economy, but according to his own riches. He will supply all my needs. He will supply all my needs. He will cause prosperity to flow towards me like a river. And the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream. He will cause prosperity to flow towards me. It will flow like a river. He will cause the wealth of the nations to flow to me like an overflowing stream. All my needs are met. I am abundantly supplied. And I help other people. And I advance the gospel with my resources. I am a giver. I am not a grumbler. I am a giver. I am not a beggar. I am above alone. I am not beneath. I am blessed. I am a blessing. I am blessed and I am a blessing. Say wherever I am, the land will yield for me. Any land I step upon, any land I step upon, wherever I stand, it will yield to me. It will yield increase to me. My presence will bless that land. If the waters were bitter, they will become sweet for my sake. I cast the rod of God upon that water and it becomes sweet. I cast the salt of God upon that water and it becomes sweet. I cast the meal of God upon the sauce and the flow of that water is sweet for me. Whatever I put my hands to do, it will prosper in the name of Jesus. Whatever I put my hands to do, it will prosper in the name of Jesus. No matter what the economy says, no matter what the Philistines say, 
no matter the number of people that run away from me. No matter how long the miracle delays in coming. I will still prosper. And I will wait for God's prosperity. In the name of Jesus. Say it is well with my body. From the top of my head. To the soles of my feet. Why? Say why? Because Jesus died for it. You know, today, let me tell you something that will make you laugh. Oh, love God. Read your Bible and believe the word. You know, I'm a doctor. I'm a specialist. In case you don't know. The way I talk sometimes, you will be believing me. I was in my office today. I was talking to my colleagues. also a pathologist. I was saying something. I said, I have a new theory. I want to tell you about what? About why the heart becomes thickened and fails in hypertension. We're talking real science. He said, you said one the other day. He said, do you know you have been proven correct on that one? I said, I knew. I told him, I reminded him of the one I said about cholesterol. He said, it's true. I was telling him many things. He was not telling me. You know, you know doctors sometimes say, don't eat salt, don't eat salt. He said, they found out some of those advice, you know, when they give advice for some time. He said, he was telling me that, he said, if he knew, he would have brought the articles for me. They found out hmm, that people who obey many of those rules die faster. Okay. <laughs> I was laughing. And I remember that the Bible says, I have more understanding than my teachers. Because your testimonies are my meditation. I told the world can think. It was giving, no, this was not, wasn't talking Bible. He was giving me facts. Say pathologist. We're talking. He said, if he knew we have this question, he would have brought some articles for me to read. They compiled something. They say, do like this, do like this, do like this. They say, all those who did it, they died quicker. But they won't know because it's small, small here and there. I said, listen, before you go out to go and jog, jog your Bible. At least, you are sure a car won't knock you down like that. Listen, what keeps you alive is not what you have done. That's what I'm trying to emphasize. Does in Jesus' name shall be well with me after I jog regularly. <laughs> in Jesus' name shall be well with me after I, eat, I watch what I eat. In Jesus' name shall be well with me, I wash my hands before I eat my food. Listen, the only reason why to be well with you is because Jesus died for you. If you want to jog, just make sure you love jogging. I just like to keep fit. Like me, I take delight in the fact that I can run up the stairs and not be winded. What the like Americans will say, I, when I get to the top. So if I run up the stairs and I get tired at the top, I don't like it. I want to, you know, shed some weight, you know. I like to be fit, you know. It's good. It's just good. Some people say, you see, I have never smoked. I won't get lung cancer. Listen, there are four major types. One of them happens in those who don't smoke. I hope you are getting my point. Don't think it's the thing you have done that will keep you safe. The only reason why you will live long is because Jesus is good. Amen. He was so good, he died for you and donated health into your system. Amen. I hope you are getting my point. Yes, what will come to you in life is not because of your goodness. It's because of his own kindness. So say after me, in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Health is my portion. Now you have said it now, it's with conviction because you know where it's coming from. Yes. Say it again in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Total, health Total health from the top of my head, from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Total health by virtue of the sacrifice of Jesus. That is my portion. Bless your family again. Say, shall be well with you. With my family. 
it shall be well. Prosperity dwells in my home. Say, my children, they obey righteousness and justice. God confirms promises in their lives. Say, the fear of God dwells in my abode. No, Jesus said, if a man loves me, we keep my word, and the Father will love him, and I and the Father will come and make our abode with him. Say, in my house, the Father dwells there. In my house, Jesus dwells there. Say, in my house, the peace of God abides. It's something that you give to people. It's, it's a tangible stuff that I wish we could get uh, spiritual scoops. You see peace of God inside houses. Jesus said, when you get there, say, peace be upon this house. I say to you, peace be upon your home. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's give the Lord thanks so we can close. Say, Father, we thank you. Say, Lord, I thank you. Say, Lord, I thank you. Say, Lord, I thank you. Say, no matter what appears dead, it's only sleeping. Oh, that's one word. Take it away from here today. No matter what appears dead, it's only sleeping. When you get home, speak to that thing. Say, little child, I speak to you. Arise. Finances, I speak to you. Arise. Peace, I speak to you. Arise. Progress, I speak to you. Arise. Righteousness, the ability to walk in holiness, I speak to you. Arise. Say, Lord, I thank you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Alright, the Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. Let's end today's cult meeting with the incantation of God. Alright? Alright, let's share the grace in fellowship. Because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, surely we have passed out of death and we have passed into life. We have passed out of darkness into the light of Christ. We have passed out from under the curse into the blessing. All things have passed away in our lives. We are now filled with the Spirit of Christ. We live above sin and walk above the devil because we are seated high above with Christ. This is our season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's do it.